you have arrived at your destination. Hey, Jay. Hey. What's the best kind of tail? Cottontail. Is it cottontails? No, I'm sorry. Incorrect. In this completely subjective question, it's a duck tail. Is in I... fact uh, the best kind of tail, uh, as we should know from the opening song. That's what we're talking about this week on Animation Destination. It's DuckTales. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I am your host, resident cartoon junkie Brennan Jones, and I am here with Jay Rice. Hello, everyone. Jay Rice, me and Jay, right here. We're talking about the 2017 reboot of uh, DuckTales. Uh, so it was ba- every time I say DuckTales, <laughs> you're going gonna to do the little woohoo behind me. That's, <laughs> that, that, I'm okay with that. Um, but no, uh, we're going to be talking about the reboot uh, mm-hmm. as it came out. Well, the premiere happened uh, earlier this month. I want to get to it earlier. I wasn't sure if I was going to do an episode on it. Uh, it was my recommendation last week, if people who listen will remember. But I figured, eh, I'll just, uh, you know. Whatever. Yeah, might as well just do, might as well just do an episode because it's worth it. It's it. It has uh, it has a a worthiness to being discussed and where it, and where it all came from as well. So you know, mm. we just want to do that. So uh, yeah, but we'll be talking about that shortly as we get into everything. But uh, first off, I have my animation recommendation, which has just been posted to Facebook as I post this. As you know, this episode is a little bit late this week, which is fine. Uh, it's, it happens. Uh, it's just been kind of crazy, so I'm recording this on the day that it usually comes out, which is Thursday. This will be up uh, tomorrow, so you know, you'll know you be listening to this on Friday. So We're that's only good. human, guys. We're only human. Uh, sometimes it gets crazy, and uh, it's hard to get everything back. But uh, let's get on to Calamity, a feature film pilot of 2017 by maybe movies um basically it is uh uh it is titled uh calamity un office de martha jane canary uh which is excellent pronunciation thank you i'm sure i completely messed all that up all uh, french listeners but <laughs> right there all my, yeah but still i did pretty good uh i think i did pretty good i took one year of french sorry uh but anyway uh calamity is uh basically the story of martha jane canary which is calamity jane a character a person you've never heard of nope prior to this which i was interested about uh calamity jane is a pretty famous uh female uh, uh western figure uh, of the old of the old west of the old american west uh just a rough and tumble rough riding you know shotgun toting wait was she a lady. rough rider uh n- no she wasn't a rough rider oh, darn. uh uh, but still, uh, <laughs> around the time of Rough Riders, I want to say with Roosevelt, I, maybe before I like that was after maybe frontiersman shit. Yeah, maybe stuff. I'm not sure, uh, but yeah, somewhere around the same time because it's around you know like you know that that area that yeah. era of uh, you know the western uh, the the, the western the migration. Yeah, 
the Western Migration, about 1800s, I want to say. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, it's. Uh, but this is the same people. Uh, if you don't remember, uh, maybe movies is the same people that uh, did Long Way North. Uh, mm-hmm. We covered that. Me and Mitch covered that uh, uh, a few weeks ago on the French animation special that we had, which was uh, covered some great movies like that. But it's that same animation style that zero black lines all sort of painted uh oil painting type of look to it and it's gorgeous um so it's a pilot it's just like a pilot little like teaser trailer thing um and uh basically junior co-production market the jcm uh from cinekid uh professionals which is this uh uh basically this thing that takes film and tv projects and like puts them into development basically mm-hmm. uh this is up for selection along with 20 other things to be picked up wow. uh given the fact that long way north was uh, fairly successful in its uh release and was actually released here like not to any sort of fanfare but mm-hmm. uh it, it's kind of shocking that it made you know some type of imprint over here with like a really decent dub too it was actually a very well dubbed uh uh movie and you can still pick that up i think at walmart you can just pick mm. it up so uh shockingly I'm gonna check it out, then. yeah it's it's really good it's a good good movie uh it's uh very well done but it's uh definitely uh that same uh sort of art style to it and it looks pretty cool other things they have in there are um how i learned to fly uh written by a name that i'm not gonna even try to pronounce uh <laughs> like uh lucy goes gangsta which is sounds i funny. really hope that's an I, au of, right? i love lucy right yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah it's just a fanfic you of, got of some lucy. explaining to do <laughs> some explaining to do anyway uh yeah my uh, uh, mine said meaty Mar- Marta. Uh, my name is Olivia. I can do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. It's um, a long title. Yeah, it's pretty long. It also has an ellipses in it. Uh, <laughs> ra- uh, raggy, Sinkhole, Tagly and Telly. Uh, there's a bunch of other ones. But uh, there's these little shorts, basically, that are all just sort of in the film projects. And like some of them might be selected through these throughout the 20 that are, uh, that are in there. Some of the TV projects are uh, Hair and the Prisoner, Milkshake Bar, uh, Planet Z. Is that the same thing? Is that the Rock movie back in the day? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, Romy and Khalid star with a capital A in the middle of it. So, don't know. Uh, so yeah, I have no idea what any of this really is. The only one that I saw a trailer for was uh, Calamity. So, um, hopefully that'll get picked up and we'll get to see a uh, Calamity Jane movie. I'd be okay with that because uh, yeah. that'd be all right. Uh, yeah. So that's our animation. Recommendation uh, for the day. Moving on to Tune News. We've got uh, Adult Swim is unleashing the remastered Samurai Jack complete series uh, Blu-ray set. So full box set of all five seasons. Uh, Does it come complete with the sword? Uh, no, it's just a box. Oh, well, then what's the point? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like, but uh, it, it's a full set of uh, of that. It's got a very cool box. I uh, got Aku on the front and a little Jack on the side, and it looks really <laughs> cool. And uh, yeah, uh, that's all there is to say about that because <laughs> I I need that in my life. So you know, let's it's see. Awesome um, I want it. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, October 17th, 2017 is its uh, release date. Pretty close. Uh, yeah. Samurai Jack Season 5 will... Samurai Jack Season 5 will retail for $24.98, uh, $24. which is a weird price. Uh, like that's just for that one. Uh, so let's see. Uh, that's the complete fifth season, October uh, October seventeenth. Sorry. Oh, and oh, and this will also be available October seventeenth. Oh, so right. they're se- selling them separately. So season five for twenty four uh, ninety eight, and the full box set for one hundred twelve. So mm. not too bad. Not too bad for a full Blu ray set. I will probably shell out the shekels for that one because I say you deserve it. I I, I want uh, the Samurai Jack complete series on the Blu rays. Um, I'm totally okay with that. So. Uh, October 17th, look forward for that one this year. Thanks, Adult Swim, for bringing that back. <laughs> now, now if only... So many good things you're doing right now. Right, and now if only you could bring back uh, Symbiotic Titan, but oh. you can't, because it's <laughs> uh, completely dead. But anyway, uh, next up, a uh, bit of sad news here. Uh, the Simpsons composer Alf Clausen been let go after 27 seasons Holy cow. 27 seasons of composing the simpsons what did he uh, do I, I i don't know i like it says let go um i you know he's won emmys for everything i it, it's look that that show has to be rearing its end oh, at yeah. this point i i i know it still makes ratings i know still it still makes like a three which is crazy uh but i just what <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why try? Why, why? It's just it's it's just such a shell of itself anyway. And I I want to go back and say like I want to remember Simpsons fondly, and yeah. I can't because it's still just there. You yeah. know, it's like I want to go back and be like, man, remember the Simpsons? That was a good show. Like the critic in Futurama, I can do that. But yeah. you know, <laughs> oh well, yeah. So. Yeah, uh, but they've uh, yeah. There's uh, there are rumors there's firing being a part of a recent cost cutting measures. Mm. Uh, so I think Fox is just in trouble with like because they can't find a hit anywhere, which is why they're in talks to bring back King of the Hill because they can't do anything. Why did they bring back King of the Hill? Yeah, I, was, I would love to see King of the Hill come back, but it's just like I I don't know if it's poignant to do it anymore because yeah. it's like it ran for eleven to thirteen seasons. Why like just let it be? You know, it's like yeah. you're you're so out of ideas. Um, and there's, it's interesting because like, like just like, they're so out of ideas and they, they, they don't want to like, I guess they don't want to like pull the trigger on anything because yeah. they had that son of Zorn show, which was pretty okay. Yeah. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen that, but I was curious about it. Yeah. It was pretty okay. It's the guys, it's the, it's the, 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 whatever guys, the, the Lego, the Lego guys, the guys in the Lego yeah. movie, uh, they produced it. Uh, and it was a pretty funny show, but you know, it's just like, it's just kind of weird and different and quirky. So I guess it just didn't last that long. Uh, but they have like full shows that they haven't aired at all yeah like justin roiland's talked about this one of his friends that he went to animation school with and he helped out with the show he did voices for it and everything mm. and it's called like cop city or something like that it's a fully it's like a fully animated show <laughs> that they completed 13 full episodes fully animated fully voiced ready to go and it's just sitting on a shelf somewhere because they just didn't air it so it's just it's just bizarre things like that in like the in like the industry. That it's it's kind of weird how yeah. uh, Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, and pretty much and like uh, uh, Adult Swim yeah. are all taking these risks with yeah. these new shows. Right, exactly. And then Fox is just 
re- just yeah rebooting they, all the same stuff exactly and it's just like and granted it's two different demographics because you got like it's you know like it a, is it's like an adult thing but yeah you're right it's even, like even Cartoon Network can play to adults right like, in yeah. a good it, way like it's 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 yeah Cartoon Network like Adult Swim Rick and Morty that's yeah. a creator based property and you know it's like and I know it's hard to like really say but it's like. Because you have like these certain things that are like you know like they're they're processed through a whole thing of like okay we really want to hit this market so let's get a creator to like kind of do this or we have this property let's get a creator to do this property MLP you know like My Little Pony that yeah. way and they got Lauren Faust and she turned it into a mega hit and you know stuff like that so like Hasbro you know and they'll do things like that but then they're the creator based things that you know like. You know, that Cartoon Network took a risk on with uh, Adventure Time with Pendleton mm-hmm. Ward. That was a creator based deal. He had the show run of that, and it's a big success. They took Rebecca Sugar off of that. She ran with Steven <laughs> Universe. You know, it's like uh, Alex Hirsch does, you know, he was a that was creator based for Gravity Falls, and mm-hmm. that was huge. You know, just. It's becoming a trend of thing, of quality this, yeah. it, that that comes out when you give somebody a creator that's like, I want to create a universe or a thing. Speaking so, of which, yeah. who is running the new Ducktales? Uh, I uh, I think it's it was well, it's Duck it's uh, it's uh, we'll, we'll get to it, but it's it's Disney Animation. So, yeah. uh, but it is not Alex Hirsch. No, it's, well, no, <laughs> I, I didn't expect it because yeah. I, I know he was like he was right. really proud of it, and I think that wanted to be his right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but uh, I'm not sure. Uh, well, I, I can't remember the, the name, but I'll, I'll look it up for when we do it for yeah. uh, for that. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's just really interesting. Like like as you said, that Fox can't seem to get on board with the creator based type stuff, <laughs> especially right. when they have a creator based series just sitting on the shelf. Apparently, that yeah. they're just not airing. I I don't understand the idea of fully produce going through the measures of fully producing an animation, which is expensive. Yeah, like, and absolutely. That's, you know, it's like, it, and then just not airing it or yeah. reaping no benefits from that. that. Throwing money away. Yeah, anyway. it's just leaving money. Like, just like, and like, granted, there's no guarantee that that will make you money. No, but it's better to risk it. And right. Try. It could be a Simpsons. It could be a Futurama or a Rick and Morty. You don't know. It's got. <laughs> Justin Roiland attached to it doing voices. Yeah. Plug that. And so like from, you know, it's like, it's got Justin Roiland, creator of Rick and Morty in it. Ha, you know, like just do something, man. Like I just, it, it it's crazy to me. So I don't know, but uh, it's a little weird. Let's Least just say. Potential. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Uh, Mark Youngberg. That's the guy who's running uh, the new uh, series. Uh, based on storylines, a character created by Carl Barks, which is, of course, the creator of DuckTales. But anyway, uh, but yeah, so Simpsons uh, cutting back, and they've released their composer of 27 years, which is just strange to me. <laughs> like, yeah. It's very brutal. Um, but yeah, other bits. Uh, this was another really lovely thing, and this was also almost made our uh, animation recommendation, is Blizzard's uh, uh, entertain- Blizzard Entertainment's uh, Hearth and Home uh, animated short, which is their Hearthstone animated shorts, and uh, I, I guess Hearthstone really is just a card game that's played inside of a magical tavern within the World of Warcraft. Universe. God, I hope so. <laughs> I know, right? It's so weird, but yeah, it's got uh, you know, it's got a, it's got a Merlin in there. It's got the um, 
It's got the ghost of Christmas present from uh, <laughs> from the Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, you know, it's like, but it's really good. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Got ogres and dragons. Ogre, and yeah, orcs, dragons, beer. yeah, beer, all that stuff. Gablins, gablins, no tails. A mouse with a with a scarf. There is so, a mouse with a scarf. A mouse with a scarf. So anyway, uh, I think that's gonna do it for our animation news. I don't think I have anything else. What's wrong, what's new in your life, Jay? No. Don't answer that because we've got <laughs> uh, we've got a little uh, little ad break for you. So everybody, go check out the ad break and uh, listen to this thing, and then we'll come right back and we'll get on to our topic of the day. Coming this fall from the DNN, the Damn Good Improv Festival, Damage Goods Improv, the hosts of the popular DNN podcast, The Damn Good Podcast, are presenting Louisville's first ever improv comedy festival on September 29th and 30th, live at the Bardstown on 1801 Bardstown Road. Improv troops from around the country, all in one place for one epic weekend of improv comedy. Tickets are $15 per show, and more info can be found at www.damngoodfestival.com. Be there and see laughter happen. And we're back. What an ad break that was. What a great uh, thing. I can't wait to buy that product or service. Or (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Everyone makes that joke on this one. I appreciate it. I'm so original. I I should honestly just play the ad break for people while we just wait for it, just so people will stop making that joke. But anyway, uh, time now for our topic uh, of the day. Which is DuckTales 2017 premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what did you think of DuckTales 2017 premiere? It was fantastic. Premiere? I thought it was really well done, honestly. Um, I uh, thought it was a good one. So. I, 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 was, I wasn't really on board with the whole DuckTales. Because I grew up with the cartoon. Sure. And I, I thought it was good. I, I didn't like go out of my way every Saturday morning to go watch it. Sure, sure. Because, yeah. I mean, it was still entertaining. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I heard that there was going to be a renewal mm-hmm. or a new rendition, yep. I thought, okay, that's, that looks cool. It looks kind of like Gravity Falls. It has a new style, almost like yeah. a comic book. Mm-hmm. And then I heard all the different voice actors. <laughs> and I was like, holy that, cow, this is a great cast. Right. And uh, then I saw David Tennant yeah. <laughs> playing Scrooge McDuck. That, uh, the, the, the marketing for this, uh, which was fantastic um and i think i think i'll get into that in a minute actually but uh ducktales for those that you don't know uh premiered in 1988 i want to say uh, i could be dead wrong on that but uh <laughs> but i believe it was 1988 for the original ducktales uh and it was the first attempt at basically high-end television animation from disney and that sparked an entire it was a huge hit uh, and it sparked an entire Disney afternoon of cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney afternoon was a phenomenal block of uh, really high quality cartoons for a long time. Uh, you had DuckTales, you had Rescue Ranger, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, Tailspin, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, Goof Troop, Bonkers, um, and those are like the sort of the tail end of like they're not those two aren't as loved as yeah. the, as the original four. No. The original four are pretty well loved. Tailspin's kind of on the like the outer rim, but Duck. Tales, Darkwing Duck, Rescue Rangers, I feel is always oh, revered like yeah. pretty heavily. Um, but uh, that's that's where Ducktales sort of came from. Is basically it was um, uh, it was it was a comic book. It was the Donald Duck comics uh, by Carl Barks is the mm-hmm. the, the basis of it. Uh, Donald Duck. Uh, 
the 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 comic creator of Donald uh, not the creator of Donald Duck but he did all the comic books and stuff like that uh with his nephews they'd go on adventures blah 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 and then he introduced Scrooge McDuck which is their mm. great uncle and he was just this might sor- say a grunkle a grunkle one could say <laughs> a great uncle um but uh yes um and there's so many parallels it's funny i fe- <laughs> i honestly do feel that like gravity falls was like oh yeah we could do ducktales again we could do cuz it fe- it's very much of that tone so uh, well, there are uh, twins triplets right right yeah tri- twins uncles. triplets a great uncle mysteries. going on adventures mysteries go it's like it's oh yeah we can definitely do this and it's it's kind of crazy how they do it but anyway uh but yeah um so carl barks uh introduced like all these characters into the comics you had scrooge mcduck gladstone gander magicka dispel the beagle boys all these were like put in and uh many of those episodes were adapt many of those adventures were adapted into episodes mm-hmm. uh into into the cartoon uh it lasted three long seasons this is when seasons weren't like 13 episodes or yeah. whatever it was it was like legit like 52 episodes like seasons <laughs> so i think season 2 was like 101 episodes or something like that sounds about right there's a ton of episodes of the original DuckTales um, and um, and very small in the last few seasons. That's when, like, I think animation started getting cut, like, really mm. drastically. Um, but, yeah, uh, it, it was uh, it was interesting because um, uh, basically you adapted these, this, this cartoon from a character who was kind of not supposed to be liked. Uh, Scrooge McDuck was... Kind of like th- there were there were remarkable things there were good things about him but Carl yeah. Barks like sort of created him as sort of this like character of of uh, you know like like greedy. greedy like this greedy character stingy or whatever person. right very stingy what Ducktales did kind of remarkably was they kept those aspects of him but they still like put admirable aspects on top of yeah. it which Carl Barks always did he never like played in like the the black and white sort of area like because though Scrooge was greedy he was you know like sort of an opportunist he was mm. a penny pincher he was cheap he was all those things but he also made sure that he worked hard for his money and he earned all of his money squarely he did not cheat anyone out of their money he was smarter so than the smarties sm- and tougher, tougher than, than the toughies. toughies exactly and it was that's a direct quote you know from his origin stories of uh you know the his when he sc- was shoe shining yeah his shoe shining and stuff like that of his you know in his uh in his hometown uh what was his hometown uh, he says it in the thing uh dismal downs dismal <laughs> downs he said what in dismal downs is going on yeah but anyway sorry uh dismal <laughs> downs uh yeah he earned all of his money uh himself he earned his first dime it's his lucky dime uh mm. from shining a shoe um and you know it's it's, it's very it, it i always found that to be interesting because like nowadays it's just sort of like kind of like oh rich people blah you know and it's, it's so it i think it's kind of brave to like take that character oh, like for, and put it in front and be like how do you make a a, a rich guy who can buy anything yeah. how do you make that relatable or like interesting and i think Everybody can appreciate working hard. Everybody can appreciate being honest. And that, you know? that's another that, thing about the character is whenever I was going to start start watching the uh, new series, right? I honestly went in thinking I'm not going to like Scrooge McDuck <laughs> because right. I, as a right. middle class <laughs> on the verge of being poor, right? Just how am I going to relate to a character who's super stingy and right. the only thing he seems to care about is his money bin, right? Yeah. 
And, and they did a phenomenal job. They did. Um, I, I thought it was very interesting. And it, the introduction is very close. Uh, Scrooge's introduction is very close to his introduction uh, from the original series as well. Really? Very close. Um, uh, in the original, uh, it was he was still like more crotchety, more like angry, and like just really like kind of like in a bad place. Uh, mm. It's a little different in the new one, but then he's introduced to the nephews, and he grows to like them, and then he you know has a family now, and then he you know heartwarming things yeah. happen because it's, <laughs> because it's Disney, you know how that works, um, you know. Uh, but yeah, he starts to appreciate family more than you know uh, adventuring or money and stuff like that. And in this, uh, his money isn't uh, in the new one. They did the thing because like, he's very much like focused on like earning his money and keeping mm-hmm. his money, which is you know obvious like because it's his and he earned it square. That's a, that's yeah. his whole thing. But in this, he was more ups- He seemed more upset that he wasn't going on adventures anymore. Like that he yeah. was old and like obsolete more so than he had cash. You know, like, you used to be important, yeah. right? Used to be a big deal. It's like <laughs> he's even like you know when they introduce him, he's like fiddling with the cash or whatever while they're saying so we're cutting out the you know the you know ex- the sea exploration things and he's just like Ugh, you know. Right, well, I guess I don't need my money, right? Then. Yeah, and then yeah, he just like he just has his cash and he just tosses it back in the bin. And he's just kind of looking his money like whatever you know. I can't even use it if right, I want to. Right, know? exactly. It's just like yeah, whatever. It's just like. Like I, I have it, but it's like he wasn't. He's just more about like I'm sort of a has been now, and like that's yeah. kind of the touchy thing. So, and when Louis says you used to be a big deal, that gets to him. He's like, you know, I am a big deal. It's like I it's like <laughs> used to be. There used to be a big deal. <laughs> yeah, like, I am yeah. an I'm now. <laughs> I am, it's like that has been. I am an I'm now. You know, it's like it's stuff like that. You know, which you know, again, like it's it's uh, it's a good way. It, it just goes to show you you can make. Anybody, because like again, going back to Grunk, the Grunkle Stan comparison, yeah. Grunkle Stan is a straight criminal. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's just a, he but so. he's so lovable. Like it's just like he's so lovable. He's but, so stupid, right? But you care about him so much. Yeah, it's just it's so good. He's a straight con artist criminal. Like he will rob people. Like he doesn't care. You know what but it he's is? Lovable, so it's it's the bad boy. It's it is. The, it, you think you can fix him? <laughs> right? Yeah. It is that. No. It's just like it's just funny. I think it is. is more it's more very funny. It's just hilarious. Uh, but they make uh, – but Scrooge is, is – I love the way they portray him as just – like it, it's a really good scene uh, in it and we'll get into the um, uh, the, the the marketing in a second. Uh, but the, the the introduction of Scrooge is, is that, of course. But when he starts to do his adventurous side, when they're in the garage or sorry, the – The garage. The garage. You mean the garage? Yeah. <laughs> like, the Scots and the Brits saying garage. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, uh, but no, it's like when they're in the garage, the uh, and all the stuff's going on, and uh, which is a great scene because like it's like all right, oh, yeah. there's three of them and four of us. If we just never mind, they teamed up. <laughs> it's like better it's, one tar- Honestly, that line steps up. Yeah. just sent chills down my spine. Right, like, I was just like, all right, we're about to see some cool stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just like only one targets, and he just like walks in. And is like all right, cool. Like he's just gonna like he just like takes care of this like ghostly thing that's like been given problems the whole episode he just takes care of it in like two seconds it's just like oh he's he does this stuff a lot i get it so you know it just it it's got a bit it, of experience yeah he's got he's got experience and it's really cool because like uh we'll get into the differences later but i loved how they portrayed him i thought it was it was because that was like the crux like it's like you needed to make scrooge likable uh which they successfully did in the original uh now doing it now in like this different climate to where everybody hates rich people uh you know it's just like you know i's uh i'm just indifferent towards rich people they're are rich nice 
nice people and there are rich buttholes. That's just all yep, there's to it. Uh, so you had to make him like a, but you like you had to make him like not. You had to make him likable, but you also he also needed to have the flaws, you know, because like he can't just be like this, like oh, I'm I'm the rich guy, because that yeah. would just come off as phony and fake. But in this, he's just crotchety and like, and then he starts to gain back his. And he you know, even like even in the second part of the yeah. what for forty minute episode, right? Like he still has flaws of like yeah, yeah I'm I'm gonna help my family. Yeah, I don't know their names, but I'm right. gonna help my family. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, he still doesn't know all their names. <laughs> Who are you, Hugh, yeah. Louie? Blue. No, my parents. The, when he's, he's like Huey, Louis, the third one, <laughs> the third one. It's so brutal. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's get into the. I would like to talk about before we get further into it. The marketing for this was really well. Oh done. yes, uh, they were very secretive about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just said we're redoing Ducktales. This was in 2015. I think they announced this. Really? Was uh, that it was long that long ago. Where they announced it, and then uh-huh. and then the first look was in the summer of 2016. They had mm-hmm. one screenshot. Uh, of uh, Donald, uh, Scrooge, and the nephews, and mm-hmm. Webby in a jeep, just like with like spears, like in the jeep, and they're just driving. Um, that was the first like indication of like the look of like what it was going to look like. And it looked really good. It was like mm-hmm. oh cool, and it had that that fade that that comic book fade over top of it, and everything is like this looks like it'll be pretty good. So yeah. uh, I'm excited for this. Um, and then there was like no news for like <laughs> ever. It was just like, it was like for, there's just like, no, it's like, well, they showed that like, and I'm sorry, that was in like May. That was in like March or May. They showed that thing. And then the summer of 2016, uh, they just out of nowhere, uh, released a, uh, a, a, the, uh, intro, the intro. Well, it wasn't the intro. It was well, the, the, yeah, it was the cast. It was like, yeah. but, but they were all singing the new intro. They were all singing the, the lyrics to the old intro. And they even like acapella those parts and everything. But, uh, it was brilliant. Cause it was, it was introduced by, uh, uh, Danny Pudi from, um, or no, I'm sorry. It was, uh, it was Dewey who did that one. Yeah. Ben Schwartz, uh, from, is he from Silicon Valley? I think. Ben Schwartz. I can't remember uh, everything he was on, but uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So Ben Schwartz, which I think he's from Silicon Valley. I can't remember what he's on, uh, but yeah, uh, she's on Showtime, stuff like that. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Oh, he's on Parks and Rec. Sorry, he's a Parks and Rec guy. Oh, so yeah, yep, yep. He's on Parks and Rec. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Ben Schwartz introduces and says, and now the theme to Ducktales, and it just starts going through is like oh that's kind of cool he's just doing it but then it starts naming all the people and who they're going to play ben schwartz is dewey uh danny pooty from community is going to be mm-hmm. huey bobby moynihan from snl to <laughs> be louis which i thought was great i was like oh, oh yeah, bobby absolutely. moynihan awesome uh, i love bobby moynihan uh but yeah and then they uh just started introducing more and more people uh kate mccucci as webby mm-hmm. which, which was, was great. perfect it was oh perfect God. yeah i, was just I like, love oh. her and everything she does it, just about everything she does is is pretty great uh she makes a good uh new velma now too so mm-hmm. uh but uh let's see uh i don't know how to pronounce mrs beakley's name i don't i'm sorry uh talks all alagunadoy yay alagunoy i i apologize i have no idea how to pronounce her name but uh she was there and beck bennett is launched by mcquack uh but then <laughs> out of nowhere and they didn't announce this because um uh alan young passed away uh literally um 
pre- pretty close to when they decided to start doing this, I think. Yeah. His last one was in 2015. Last time he played the character was in 2015 or 2014 where they released uh, the um, the new the remastered uh, uh, Nintendo game. They remastered. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, the 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 they way forward did a remastering of the mm-hmm. original Nintendo game and they got everybody back except Mrs. Beakley who passed who had passed on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they got everybody back to play all the characters to do like little like cinematic lines and stuff like that about stuff going on and Alan Young was there and it was just he was like he was like 91 years Holy old do, yeah doing the voice of Scrooge McDuck it was just like oh man uh, but he passed away about uh, a year or two later after that um, so right when that right around when they announced it they uh, Alan Young passes away and he probably was going to be siphoned out of doing it anyway because he was getting old and yeah. you know just like and they also recast everybody else but it was kind of up in the air. It's like who's gonna play Scrooge McDuck? It's like he's always been Scrooge. Like, yeah. like I'm sure there was probably some like really old ones where he wasn't, but like for like the longest time and like for through my entire like memory of the character, it's always been Alan Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then David Tennant just shows up <laughs> on that thing, and I freaked out. Like I legit oh, yeah. was like, what? What? Because they didn't. No <laughs> they didn't announce that. They didn't tease that. It was literally they aired that. Ad, and then it was like, oh, David right. Tennant is Scrooge McDuck. It was like, and it's it's so perfect on every level. I think I touched on this back when uh, it was news, but it, it's perfect on every level because not only do you have to redefine who's going to do this character that has been voiced by one person through the entirety of a generation. Oh yeah. So you have to get someone else that you either have to just get somebody who sounds like him mm-hmm. and nobody's going to really like try and notice or like just kind of pass like, and here's the new Scrooge or whatever. Yeah. Or you get probably one of the most loved actors <laughs> like in nerddom today, apart from John Barrowman. Like, it's oh, yeah. just like, you know, it's just like, imagine and, that though. And, well, that would, that would be weird. Well, he no. does. He is Scottish as well, yeah. but he, I don't know what his Scottish accent sounds like. Cause he's, he's gotten rid of it. He's very more American now. So, oh, but I want to, I don't, I don't know hear it so bad. <laughs> I, I don't know what his Scottish because he hasn't lived in Scotland in so long. Yeah, so that's true. He doesn't have his accent. He sort of lost it. So, but yeah, David Tennant, who is Scottish, people think he's British, but no, he plays the Doctor, who is British, and he plays most of the character uh, Kilgrave from yep. uh, Jessica Jones. He has a British accent on there, but his real accent is a Scottish one, and that's what he uses here. And it's really, really, it fits oh way my, better yes. than I assumed it would. Like, yeah, I, I really didn't expect because yeah. I've heard his Scottish accent before, and I was yeah. like. It's not yeah. that thick. I yeah. feel like it's, well, not, it's it, it'll it'll be okay. Well, it seemed it seemed too thick in a lot of cases because if you yeah. watch Broadchurch, it's like it's kind of hard to understand what he's saying in Broadchurch. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, that was that was fast, <laughs> and I didn't understand what he just said. Like, and I was like, British, I can kind of get, but like when he's like doing that whispery kind of thing, it's like, ah, oh, Miller, we have to possibly. Whoa, I didn't hear Hang what he. On. I didn't catch what he said there. Was that like, English? Some, some about evidence, but I don't know what else. <laughs> uh, so you know, it it, it was, but it, it's like also I've never seen him. And anything like I guess the Doctor's sort of like a cartoony character. A lot yeah. of serious stuff happens in Doctor Who. Oh, absolutely. So this is like the first like real like take of a comedy role that he's gonna that he's gonna do. And like, mm. I, I, I thought he did perfect. I oh, thought he, just the portrayal of Scrooge and like the way he delivers the lines are. We've already quoted many of them. You know? Honestly, like, he, yeah. you get lost in the character. He does he so, he does so well. You forget it's David Tennant. You do. It, it, like, it's it's definitely Scrooge. Like. Honestly, in everything he does, like especially yeah. in Jessica Jones, right. when he's playing Kilgrave, yeah, like I totally forgot yeah. that he played the Doctor. He's not the and, Doctor. Like, I love, <laughs> I love you, right? No, it goes immediately like, yeah, no, you, you're, you need to go away. You're a scumbag and terrible. 
<laughs> and terrifying, and I don't want you anywhere near me because you can make me throw coffee in my face. But but <laughs> in in this, he's so lovable, and you just you you get absorbed in everything he says. They they, they also did a really good job of keeping his uh like just his mannerisms of like mm-hmm. the original. He would uh there's a lot of alliteration that he kind of goes through in the original series, and in that they have a jettison that jalopy from my driveway. <laughs> you did. You know, just stuff like that. It's just like, oh, that's definitely a Scrooge line. Yeah, it just absolutely. sounds like something he'd say. Uh, one of my favorite lines from the original series, from the original premiere episode, mm-hmm. was he's paying a taxi cab driver as he's going to pick up the boys from uh, the dock because Donald's going to the Navy. That's the yeah. reason he's taking them. So he's going to pick up the boys to take care of them, and he's paying the taxi cab driver. Here's like, your two dollars, you mercenary. That's <laughs> <laughs> just great, and that's just wonderful. I just I love it, uh, and that's that. So yeah, when you had the yeah, the <laughs> that, that's what that line reminded me that's of. Fantastic. Jet this in that jalopy from my driveway, <laughs> yeah, that beat. And he repeats it. That's my favorite part too. Just um, and like after he realizes it's Donald, <laughs> right? Yeah, he, yeah. He even like he, he says oh. it when not knowing, and then he sees him and is just like, oh, good, good. All right, gets back to the point that he was at. Which is great. <laughs> um, if there's one critique of voice acting that I would give on this one, uh, it's Donald. Yeah, hard to understand him, and I he did get better. He did. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the guy's fault. Uh, Tony Anselmo, who plays him, which who's played him for a long time, I think yeah. at this point. Uh, it's not the original guy who played him, but uh, but he's played him for a while. So uh, I don't think it's his problem. I think they just sort of wrote him with a bunch of normal lines mm-hmm. that he doesn't normally have. Like the original series, whenever Donald was in it, he wasn't in it a lot because he was yeah. off the Navy. But he'd come back for certain episodes, and uh, he'd have very little, few speaking roles. Mm-hmm. Most of what he would do was very much like reactionary, like <laughs> – like yeah, that, exactly. That would be most of what he did, and there was that in there. But there was actually a lot of dialogue with Donald in this, mm-hmm. and dialogue with Donald doesn't work very well because <laughs> he's not very understandable. No, he's, like, he's definitely an action-based character. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. So you, you take him for what he's doing, like when he's uh, in the job interview yes. and he's trying to staple his paper. Staple paper, exactly. He gets so frustrated, <laughs> yeah, he just... He goes off. Yeah, exactly. And that that's a very Donald scene. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, but when he's like talking to the nephews, talking about where's your babysitter, she was supposed to be here, and she's talking to her, and it's like, you know, like, yeah. it's just like this whole conversational based thing. And it's like, kind of hard to, un- I had to literally watch it like twice or three times mm-hmm. to get all of his lines. I understood the context of what was going on. Yeah. But because they would re- kind of repeat it, but it just was like, I, I didn't quite understand his lines. Yeah, and uh, not, honestly, it's not it's not on the fault of the actor at all. Just because no. like he plays it perfectly. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. He's that, not... If 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 I were to have a conversation with Donald, right. that's spot on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But even if I had a conversation with Donald, I still wouldn't understand half right. of what he said. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just so that's the one critique that I have. But I don't think it comes from the voice actor. I think it comes with the. Uh, the writing needs to be cl- more cleverly done around that. Like yeah. you said, the the stapling scene was perfect because it was just him. Rang, he wasn't even using words for the whole thing. He's just <laughs> like, oh, I need to stay. And it, it it was very reminiscent of his cartoons, like of his yes. old shorts, because it was just like something simple. He can't do it. He gets angry. It escalates. Definitely and, the more relatable and, part yeah, of the episode. Exactly. Too. And then he's just and then he like by the end of it he's just like hung on a wall by staples, <laughs> you know. Because he's completely escalated his situation by screaming at it, you know, by, by 
you know, and that's uh, that's um, that, uh, but that that's my one critique was just like more of that, less of the conversation. I yeah. would say because like there there was one joke that I sort of missed because I couldn't understand when he was uh, when he was dropping the boys off. Mm. to go to the job interview and he said no lie and he said i didn't understand what he said the first time it was no lies no tricks and no trouble is what he said didn't understand it so then when the boy said yes uncle donald's like, i wasn't talking to you and he looks at scrooge and i was like wait what did he mean and because I, I had to re i had to rewind yeah. it to like get what he said and it's like and it's a that's kind of a problem because it's a very yeah. contextual line of his relationship to Scrooge right now. Absolutely. That Scrooge is like a troublemaker and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't like, always tell everything. Doesn't always tell him you know, the truth. And he's very obsessed with adventuring and he's obsessed with getting into trouble. And that's why Donald is so protective because mm. something happened and we don't know what, but we kind of know what. And it's so good. We'll get to oh. that at the end though. Oh, boy. Um, because I like to leave little clues. That's mm. one of my favorite things. In oh this. yeah. That's, that's it, the, the amount of teases. The teases is just ridiculous. The Easter eggs, like it's so. Uh, it makes me want so much more. <laughs> I know, right? And we're getting it. So the, the series, yeah, yeah. the series premieres September twenty third. So you know it's not out yet technically, but you can watch. For anybody who doesn't know, didn't listen last week, you can watch this episode on YouTube right now on Disney XD's channel. They just have it up for free for anybody to watch. It's got like two million views. Uh, go watch it. So you know it's awesome. Uh, they even showed it the entire day on Disney XD the day it premiered on August seventeenth. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole day was just that on repeat for the entire twenty four hours. So probably would get a little tired of it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you probably would. But uh, but it was a big event. They wanted yeah. to make sure there was a big deal because they knew it was going to be. Well, they kind of figured they had a hit on their hands because of the reactions to. First of all, it was positive reactions to the new designs. It was a huge reaction to David Tennant being. Oh yeah, uh, Scrooge McDuck because that's just like that's just like like nerddom of now meets nostalgia of yesterday and just like it was like perfect. So mesh. yeah, so like the 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 they knew they had a hit coming so i think that's why they decided we need to get it out now even though it's premiering the 23rd we need to get it out for people to see mm-hmm. um uh where was i going sorry <laughs> like i lost my uh, train of thought but that's okay um so basically uh well the, 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 that's right the easter eggs and like mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff from uh yeah the easter eggs and the things of seeing like the like what's to come and everything cuz we have you know, Scrooge McDuck's not adventuring anymore. Donald is, you know, antagonistic towards him and yeah. very mistrustful of him and doesn't even tell his nephews that he even is their great uncle. Like, yeah. doesn't even mention that they are related in any way, which is a great reaction. Where someone likes, like, Donald Duck, Uncle Scrooge. And, uncle the, kid, Scrooge. and the kid's like, ah! My favorite is that Dewey gets out of the and like <laughs> rolls across the <laughs> and rolls back and they're like ah he's our uncle <laughs> just freaking out about it um, but yeah it's uh, but you know and they like leave little clues because like uh, there's a little piece of there's like a newspaper as he's walking you know across his uh, his mansion and like looking at mm-hmm. the thing and there's like a little news clipping that says billionaire ducks. Uh, uh, finished adventuring after, and then it's like it's cut out. It's like, it's like, it's like oh, what, oh, what happened? Oh. What happened? Oh my goodness, you know, <laughs> something bad occurred or something, I guess, you know. Uh, but yeah, so lots of stuff like that. Lots of Easter eggs to the old as mm-hmm. well. Um, in the garage, I want to say there were like four separate things that were just like, oh, that's from the original series. Probably. Uh, you had the robot's head. I forget the robot's name. It's going to drive me crazy. There's a robot who went crazy. It was Gyro created it. He had like a little light bulb for a no 
knows. I forget his name. It's going to drive me insane. Do, but you, his, do you think they're going to bring Gyro in? Oh, yeah. Gyro's he's, – he's been confirmed. Like, oh, I think okay. he's been in the comic as well already. But, yeah. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be popping in. They've, they've shown his design. So. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Gyro will be there. He was, uh, he was an original Carl Barks character, which I didn't know. I thought he was made for the show. But, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Carl Barks invented him too. Like, all these characters were from the Carl Barks, which was kind of shocking. Um uh, but yeah, and uh, so they got those little little things. They had the giant sun uh, amulet in the oh, in the garage yeah. <laughs> from like uh, the sun the uh, the sun uh, tribe that like really was very. When I remember, I remember watching the Avatar episode uh, mm-hmm. where they go to the sun tribe to learn firebending again, and I just thought of that episode <laughs> for some reason because it's like, oh, we're the tribe of the sun. I was like, eh. it was like Ducktales. <laughs> it was like Ducktales. It was like that Ducktales episode. Uh, but yeah, you know, it had that big thing with like the. Which was like one of the first adventures. Lots of stuff like that. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, another good one was uh, was Webby's corkboard, like where she yeah. had everything. Like if you pause that, like there's so many references to other stuff. Uh, they have one that's uh, they have a character photo there that's like yeah you because know, it's like all of, like Scrooge's family and stuff. Yeah. They have one character there that it just says what's it's like what's good for the goose question mark and then a arrow pointing to a character and that's definitely gladstone gander which is scrooge's cousin or something like Uh he's like a he's like a one-time character he's like a a few-time character again a carl barks character who's just like super lucky and doesn't have to work for anything (laughs) and it's just like that that's kind of like his like that's like scrooge's annoyance with him is that he doesn't work but he just gets whatever he needs or he he always gets even like it's it's always like he's like an even steven kind of guy like whatever he loses he just gets right back you know just like it's always (laughs) you know like he'll like get if i remember the episode uh like he would like give away like a quarter and then he just find one immediately and it's just like he always just evens out it's just luck you know uh but that's that's who that character is and like and i was just like oh cool so like that sounds interesting yeah it's pretty pretty good pretty cool no no duckworth interestingly enough from the original duckworth Duckworth. was duckworth was uh scrooge mcduck's uh butler oh that's right he was a dog but he was named duckworth for some (laughs) reason but uh yeah it's like but uh no duckworth which is because i guess well they have beakley uh, Mrs. Yeah. Beakley. Uh, I think Beakley's going to be... Completely different character. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, She's his, a lot more mi- serious. Right, because Mrs. Beakley was literally just a maid. That's mm-hmm. all she was. She was a maid and caregiver, a nanny for uh, for the boys, and mm-hmm. that's all she was. Um, and then she had her daughter, Webigail, uh, her granddaughter, Webigail. And, but in this, she is a bodyguard to yeah. Scrooge McDuck. She's literally a bodyguard and also a housemaid. Yeah. Like, it, it's really weird. So, yeah. But She's definitely not, not a... Um, secretary. Uh, secretary. <laughs> it's like, that's that's a recurring bit. It's like, that's <laughs> one of my favorite. I love their sort of, like, really, like, Barbie relationship. It's, like, mm-hmm. very, like, like stingy. And, like, <laughs> like, like, back and forth with things. Because, like, it's like, Beakley, take a note. And it's just like, and she's like, no. like she's got, like, a pen and a paper. And he's like, I'm going to need this, 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 and this for for sea exploration. I was like, and one secretary for an old man who doesn't understand that I am not his secretary. <laughs> like, for, an old, for an old man. Like, she's like, geez. It's wow. brutal. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, so, and she also has her granddaughter, mm. Webby. Uh, who's uh, pretty different because she's she's very Mabel like. Yes, extremely so. Extreme, um, but she does have differences with a, with a bit of a, a almost a barb to her as well. Yes, she she has violent tendencies. She has very violent tendencies, which uh, Mabel never had. No, uh, but Webby never had the original Webby. Ever had it either? She's no. very much a a a 
a stifle away from that. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to go like way too on the other end of it uh, because like she was like just your typical like like kind of like oh girly girl. Yeah. But in that story, she was all like the whole idea was that she was competent and able to adventure. That mm-hmm. was the whole thing. It was like you know because even like her first episode where it centered around her, I was like ah oh, here's a girl you can't adventure with us. And then of course she obviously saves the day in that episode because that's always the lesson of every freaking you know like thing so but in this she's like really zealous and over adventurous but she's also vulnerable in a way because she doesn't she's very naive very naive doesn't have a lot of friends Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't have any social skills like in a lot of ways like you know can't lie (laughs) not at all cannot lie it's like i'm over at her friend's house everything is fine bye yeah, like, oh, Swedish Uncle's coming over. Yeah. Can't talk to him. So it was nice because, like, I was kind of hoping, like, I was kind of worried they were like going to go with like the over competent side yeah. of it, to where it's like she's just like, oh, she's just blandly competent because we don't want to give the female character any flaws because we're terrified of that. And then, absolutely. luckily, they she absolutely has flaws. Yes, she's like this competent, you know, like secret agent's child who can like you know rappel down ropes and like has night vision goggles and a grappling hook because Mabel, uh, <laughs> like, you know, all this stuff. But she also like has never had a friend before and no. can't socially interact with a lot of people very well. So it's like it's very good. It's so. it's a it's a very good take. And honestly, I think it's a better take than her yes. original. Oh yeah. And if you were looking at her corkboard off right. to the side, it even shows <laughs> the original design. Yeah. Stabbed, stabbed with a dagger. <laughs> like just like, like it's like this is not the original not her Webby. anymore. Like, which uh, people kind of give the original Webby a lot of a lot of crap, but I think they. I think they only just look at the more annoying parts of it when, yeah. like, she was very much portrayed as a as someone who could hang with the boys, like, Absolutely. all the time. It just she just liked dolls. That was like the only yeah. she was very girly girl. But you know, this is and, definitely a bigger change. It, very much a bigger change. She's very tomboyish. You know, very. Yeah. Uh, weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Excited about a vent crawl, <laughs> like which is like, like all right. Yeah. Oh, I'm the it's best. Better, at, it's better than Marvel Room. Like, I'm the best at fun. <laughs> Just kicks open the, the, the <laughs> thing. It's like all right, cool. One uh, thing I definitely want to talk about though is the boys. Yes, let's talk about the boys because big, big differences. Oh yes, which well, is great. For one thing, there's actually different personalities. Yes, <laughs> like there's different. Uh, Always, uh, there's a few episodes where, but here's the thing. Okay, so Huey, Dewey, and Louie have always just been the triplets. They've always been pretty much the same character with different names and different hues, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, The only, like, that's been really their only defining characteristic is what color they wear. Yeah. Um, There are a few episodes of the original series that diverged in in a few ways. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember there was an episode where Dewey wanted to not be associated with them because uh, when they weren't wearing their colors, they were always, like, you know, like, misidentified to somebody else. Yeah. Or as or as the other one, and so Dewey like kind of got upset with that, and he wanted to like differentiate himself throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few episodes like that that happened, um, but uh, all in all, that could have been Huey that thought that, or yeah, exactly. Louie. It could have been either one that like it could have been any one that had that problem. That was never a defining characteristic of Dewey, other than in that one episode yeah. that he wanted to be different from everybody else because they all were junior woodchucks. They all played marbles. They all, which was a great callback. The marbles. Oh, yeah. Do, do children still like marbles? Like it's they would. They, that was a whole thing in the original that they would play marbles. I know. Just how to get out of here. Right. Open. Oh, <laughs> you stupid. 
good job. Just beating it with the freaking thing. It's so good. Um, and, uh, um, you know, it, it, but all of those traits of like when someone was like differentiating, it could have been put on any one of them because they never had individual traits on them otherwise. Yeah. Uh, this was tried before um, with Quack Pack. Uh, didn't work out as well. No. Um, Quack Pack, I don't hate, but the boys did just sort of, and they were voiced by different people, which was nice. Yeah. Um, all all girls, I think, actually. Uh, but they were voiced by different people. Um, but they were all just sort of generic 90s kids. Yeah. They, they still didn't have much differentiation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I remember Louis sort of being the lazy one. I do remember that. That was like one thing that kind of stuck, mm-hmm. but like that, they, they they just had different clothes. That was like it, like, and they dressed like '90s kids, and they were very much just like Max from Goof Troop, and like that was like it, you know. So didn't really succeed in that. No. In this case, they have completely different personalities, which is great, uh, but they all still sort of mesh well together. Yeah, absolutely. And they, espe- yeah, sorry. Go they ahead. they uh, they reflect each other really well. Yes. Honestly, I still don't know which are which. You don't remember? Hue- yeah. Wait, Huey's red. Huey's red. Dewey's green. Nope. No, Dewey's blue. Dewey's blue. And then Louie's green. green. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got Huey, who is kind of nerdy. Yeah. And honestly... Prepared. He, he's the closest to the original take of them, because he's like the prepared, yeah. like, oh, I got the Junior Woodchuck Guidebook. Like a, I'm going to do the thing. You know, like he's yeah. very the responsible one, let's say. And yeah. honestly, all right, they kind of... Still playing off of the Gravity Falls. Yeah. They kind of remind me of Dipper. Yes. But split into three different personalities. It's true. It's, it is that. Because you got Dipper, who's the responsible kid. Mm-hmm. Dipper, who tries to be cool and yeah. take things easy and right. do whatever he wants. Right. And honestly... Yeah, the adventurer. You the know. adventurer, yeah. Yeah. The adventure, the one that wants to solve a mystery and yeah. like adventure and do the thing. It is. It, it's very much a split. And that really is because... In part, though they were all the same in the original, that was all their personalities in that. Yeah. All those things were, you know, th- th- they were all in part. And they just sort of took those traits and then split them off. What I also think is kind of brilliant is uh, they finally, they, they did, I don't know who was asking this. I don't know why it matters, considering they're triplets. They were all born at the same time. But uh, the the birth order was officially given of really? each one of them. Uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. That is their birth order. So the, okay. the the way everybody says it, Disney came out officially and said their official birth order is Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So Huey is the oldest, who is the most responsible. Dewey is the middle kid who wants to stand out and be the, you know, and, and wants to be the most adventurous. Yeah. And Louie is the one that gets away with everything and is lazy, who's the youngest. Who's, so, the, who's the evil triplet. <laughs> the evil triplet, yes. I, yes. But yeah, so there, there you go. So it's, it's like they even took that into account of that's like... fantastic, like, actually. Right, because it's like that's how like, you know, like the stereotypical of like the older has to be responsible, the middle child wants to stand out, and the little child gets away with stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of like their dynamic of each one of them and i do love that they all have like different sort of personalities you know uh huey's a bit more cowardly than the other ones mm-hmm. like he's like well not cowardly but he gets scared easier than them i would say um but he wants to plan he plans things so uh but uh dewey just wants to adventure that's all he wants he <laughs> wants glory and adventure and, and all that stuff and then louis and, and 
the other thing that's really interesting is that they all mimic a trait of Scrooge as well. Really? Yes. And and that's yeah, pretty and that, because that. yeah, because like uh Huey's the honest one. He's do th- you know, wants to do things fairly. He's very stickler for the rules and stuff like that. There's a scene where they're playing dart guns. I don't know if you've seen that one. It's for I think the next episode actually, but there's a scene where they're playing dart guns and like uh Webby's just like, you know, doing her super spot like she's like kicking their butt at yeah. darts and everything and like Huey's like like just running in terror and he like finally goes, the foyer is the safe zone the foyer is the safe zone and it's like, <laughs> just, you know it, it's uh, but yeah rule he's a stickler for rules and that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh duck so you had to be, earn it square work hard that's his whole deal uh the adventurous part is dewey obviously Absolutely. and uh louis is uh sort of obsessed with money and um, they don't really show in the first thing but he he mentions it like when they're talking about like oh, i heard scrooge did this i heard scrooge did this and then louis said i heard he swims through money and it's like and that's awesome i would love to do that you know it's like and yeah, so and he's green so right yeah and it's, uh, so he so they all sort of share like a part of scrooge that he can oh. like impart on them so like if dewey wants to learn about adventuring like there's that if he wants to work, you know, learn about uh earning money like that louis can go to scrooge and you know, stuff like that so yeah. very interesting there there's even like leaks of like plots that have like kind of come out of certain episodes there's going to be one where Louis is basically just being lazy and like, you know, kind of laying about and it's just like Scrooge is kind of like, yeah, you know, it's like, you're going to do anything today? Like it's just kind of like and kind of like, you know, it kind of goes on a little like, uh, you know, little character adventure between the two of them is like, you know, like, hey, earn your earn your spot. You know, you can't just expect to have things handed to you. So. Yeah. So that'll be that'll, that'll be fun when they get into that. So absolutely, but yeah, the boys uh, are done extremely well, and uh, Pootie Schwartz and Moynihan do a great job portraying them differently. Now they all sound thirty. That's one thing, but yeah, but uh, I can get past that. <laughs> I can get past it as well. It's a cartoon. It's not really like I don't need to have kids to have a a a child's voice. Basically, yeah, absolutely. So it's, just, it's not necessary for me, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, as long as they're like portraying them as children in writing, then I'm okay with it. You know, absolutely. Like, yeah. Uh, this show's clever, man. It like, is. It's just it's really so well done. It's so well, it's, it's, it's very well written. Um, I, I want to say, what else is young, Matt Youngberg done? I'm going to look that up real quick, but yeah, uh, it has a very gravity falls type feel. Let's say, um, it's not exactly gravity falls, but it really does have a feel of it. Oh, he did a lot of teen Titans. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. That feels like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, transformers animated, uh, Ben 10 ultimate alien. So hmm. done a lot of stuff. There you go. Uh, worked on episode one of young or one episode of young justice. So <laughs> there well, we go. The, the whole show is gold. The whole show <laughs> is gold. Yes. Uh, the Batman. Yeah. Not a whole lot of credits, but, uh, I did teen Titans in Tokyo as well. So oh, okay. there we go. Which good movie. A right. uh, bunch of episodes of that as well. So yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, it's, it has a very gra- – I think it's deliberate that it, has, Absolutely. that it has a Gravity Falls feel because I think Gravity Falls is the reason this show got greenlit in the first place. Yeah. I, I think they saw it. it was, I, I love the fact they did Gravity Falls. I think they saw it and they just went, oh – we could do DuckTales again because it almost is that. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Let's just do it with ducks. Right, yeah. Just put ducks on them and that's it. So it'll be great. Um, And really, we haven't really talked about the episode that much and I'm okay with that because I want people to go see it, honestly. I think think you should go see it. Um, But I do want to talk about one spoiler. 
Uh, that's a huge one. Just do not listen. Skip ahead a couple of minutes if you don't want to hear this because it's a it it honestly like I legit like got happy when I saw it. Oh yeah, because the whole time I'm just like, oh, that was a fun little thing. I didn't think they were gonna go with an overarching story at any no, point. Who thought that? And it's like, because I just thought they were just gonna go through a thing, and then uh, but you know they go through the adventure, they go to Atlantis. It's a whole big thing. That's not a spoiler. It's, it's <laughs> kind of mentioned in the trailer, but they go through the whole thing. They 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 have a whole adventure against. Glomgold and you know like all this stuff and Gabby McStab what was her name Gabby McStaberson or something like it's something like, the, like that the pirate she... girl who's like awesome looking like she's great uh, but yeah uh, but uh, uh, so they go through a whole adventure but then they get back and it's just like uh, that Donald's houseboat explodes so they all move in with Scrooge. Um, and cleaning uh, up the garage, right? They're cleaning. They find this old painting. They find this little painting. Like, do like, they're all cleaning up? And Dewey like finds the painting that they saw earlier. They were like, ah, it's fake. Then Uncle Donald's never gone on adventures, and you know they learn obviously that he has. You know, mm-hmm. so he was Scrooge's sidekick at the beginning. But then there's this little folded down part that you don't really think about the whole time, and then he just pulls it up, and there's this girl there on top of the mast fighting another ghost pirate, and he just goes, "Mom," and I was like. What? So it's like, no oh. way. So the comics have touched on who their mother is before. Have they? The comics have. Oh, I didn't um, think that anything had ever touched on their parents. Yes. Uh, the comics have touched on who their mom is, uh, but uh, Donald has to take care of the nephews. Like, that's like a whole thing. But it's Donald's sister. That's who yeah. their mom is. Uh, their dad has never been explored ever. Hmm. Uh, they've never even named him, I don't think. Oh, wow. I forgot their dad, their mom's name. I, I forgot what it is, but uh, I can probably look it up uh, within the time. But, um, yeah, they, they, she's, she's been explained. She's been shown a few times uh, in comics and stuff like that, but she's never, like, been in their lives. Has it ever explained why? Not really. Um, it, I think there was, like, a, I think there was like, a, like, a, like a, a letter, like, in a, they're just like, hey, take care of my kids, because I'm, like, I, don't, I can't remember what, the, what it was. It was nothing, like, dark or anything. Yeah. I think she was just, like, working or something. Um, but, uh you know, it it just is one of those things that's never really said. You yeah. know, like but um, Della Della Duck is her name. Della is yeah. her name. So I'm going to assume um, that that's the name they're going to go with. Yeah, I'd have uh, the original name uh, was uh, Dumbella. So that was a. Uh, I think she was just too stupid to take care of the kids. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. About oh that. boy, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know, uh, but. Uh, yeah, so she has been explored before, but mm-hmm. never in the animation. No. She was never mentioned, I don't think, in – I don't think once – and I know not once in DuckTales she was never mentioned. I don't think she was ever mentioned in Quack Pack ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea that this is central to the to the plot – of probably where the rift between Scrooge and Donald comes from. Oh. That something bad happened to their oh. mom on an adventure and it might be Scrooge's fault or something to that degree. It's just like, man, that is kind of brutal. Like it's I have, getting, it's getting very gravity falls. Very right. Fast. I know. Right. <laughs> so like I, you know, I, I doubt she'll be quote unquote dead, but yeah. I think there'll be some sort of magical answer, like a, a different dimension, a different dimension type of deal. Cause I, I feel like that's, that's doable in this because yeah, you got absolutely. I mean right here you have the Lost City of Atlantis you have a ghost uh, you have a headless horseman a, or a a headless, headless ho- 
horse, man horse, man, a headless man horse, and a Deus Excalibur. Great name. <laughs> just, like, that, no, never that, mind. <laughs> that name alone just got me. Like, oh, never mind. They teamed up. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bits. It's just like, all right, there's four of us, only three of them. If we take them out one by one, never mind. They teamed up. <laughs> it's just like, ah, it's, like, it's so good. Um, but yeah, it just um, you know, so the fact that they're going to explore the idea of like what happened to their mom why Donald is so protective of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, it all just sort of like it, that one little scene just like, just hits all the notes of like, Oh, that's why everyone is where they're at. Something happened to her, you know, like there's an explanation, right? Yeah. It just like, it was just, it was just like that one shot explains so much of that. So mm-hmm. it was just, it was very cool. Uh, spoilers over for that in case you, uh, didn't want to know, but, Seriously, just go watch it. It's like 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like it's not going to take you any listen. time. You're going to yeah. love every minute of pa- it. Pause this and go watch it. It's for free on YouTube. There's no reason you can't watch it. So <laughs> Unless you don't have internet connection for that, I don't know how you're listening to this podcast. So. Yeah, another thing. <laughs> like, maybe you're at work. I don't know. But uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, that sums up this thing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other uh, things, and this is where I'm going to get into now, what do you think's coming in the future? Obviously, we know certain things. Oh, yeah. Like we know their mom probably going to. Their mom probably probably coming out gizmo duck has been already confirmed mm-hmm. uh he will be played by lin-manuel miranda which is weird i yeah, i don't good. don't know why they're getting the composer of hamilton and moana to play a character but whatever he works at disney he works for disney right. now so he's everywhere so <laughs> uh but he will play uh gizmo duck um and uh we know darkwing duck is coming they've yes they showed that at uh at uh san diego comic-con along with megavolt mm-hmm. uh, one of the villains from darkwing duck so we are getting those things um but uh, what else do you think we're going to – do you think we'll get anything else from the Disney afternoon? Because not only that, not only the, not only do we know about those things, we do know that – because they mention all three of these plays. They mention Cape Suzette. All within the first five minutes of episode one, they mention yeah. Cape Suzette, which is the town of Tailspin, the, yeah. the port town of Tailspin. Uh, they mention Spoonerville, which is goof, the Goof Troop uh, uh, town. And they mention St. Canard, which is Darkwing Duck, yes. uh, the, his city. So – all of those places exist. So, are we going to see duck t- or tailspin? Are we going to see? I'd love to see tailspin. Honestly, I think that that would be fun. I think it'd be great. It'd I, be I would love to see tailspin. I would love to see Chip and Dale. I would love to see them there. I would love to see Darkwing Duck. Uh, sh- well, obviously, Darkwing Duck will show up, but um, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's great. So, like, I'm stoked for it. And I, I would love if, to see Baloo. Like, I think that would be fun to see yeah. Baloo and stuff like that. So, if we got. Yeah. Even if we got Goof Troop, like yeah. a modern take on Goof Troop with similar qualities, yeah, sure. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I think it would work. You know, get uh, get PJ and Max and all them, and you know, it's like I, I I would be worried about it because I think Pete could make a good villain, and if yeah. you have Goof Troop. Pete's just a neighbor. <laughs> like, you know, well, like, I mean, you which could, is fine. You could always have a neighbor be the villain. Like, that's true. He's, yeah, he, he could constantly antagonize like Goofy. Yeah, like but, Goofy would play it off, thinking like, "Oh, you're just being fun." Like, sure, no, I really hate you. <laughs> sure, which is funny, but which would be funny, but like. He's like an actual like pirate villain evil mastermind yeah. like in the in the the realm of that. But he never was in Ducktales though, so that was always That's a true. Mickey. He was always a Mickey Mouse villain, and then he just became the jerk neighbor with a hot wife on uh, Speaking Goof of which, Troop. Like, so you know, 
I, I kind of want to see a Mickey Mouse cartoon. Yeah, well, they have the new one. Or the, the, Is that the, any good? Or the, or the you know the the ones that are done in uh, uh, Toon Boom. Have yeah. you seen those? The little, no. They're sort of uh, they they look they're very cool. They're very uh, but uh, they have the the look of the original, the old school like uh, cartoons. They're really good. They're on like season four right now, hmm. uh, but they're really awesome. You should check them check them out. They're like five minutes, like each one, like little five minute shorts, and they're great. Uh, you should definitely check them out. Um, okay. They do some in completely different languages, which is interesting even though they have the same voice actors doing the language oh that's talent and right yeah and i was like that really sounds like french like he's like <laughs> and but I, but when i heard them i was like wow they got some french voice actors that really sound like the american actors and i was like oh no wait that's just them like they're literally <laughs> just really doing, good yeah, it's like wow that's impressive uh but yeah um yeah but it's uh it's interesting uh so but it, that, that's a good series um but uh uh, yeah, Mickey Mouse never showed up in any sort of DuckTales no, capacity, no. which is interesting. But... Which I'm kind of okay with. Yeah. yeah. I, it, was always, it was always good to have a focus on right. it's, it's DuckTales. Right, it's exactly. about ducks. Right. I, and that's the other thing is like I feel like Donald, even though he does live with them in this case, rather than being off in the Navy, he probably will have a, a, a sort of background situation to yeah. Scrooge and the boys. Like I think it's Scrooge and the boys – like that's it's their show. Absolutely. Donald will be there along screaming and like you know like like running away or whatever. So, but it's their show basically. Mm-hmm. So th- th- that's how I feel about it. But I'm uh I'm I'm down for it. I can't wait. I hope the rescue. I hope uh, Chip and Dale show up. I, I do. Want- ca- I do kind of want to see uh, uh, Donald and. Uh, Scrooge kind of like go yep. off of each other. Oh yeah, like for it's sure. basically like a Batman and Robin type deal. Right. I want to see like the them like all right, you remember this? Yeah, this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> right, exactly. And that would be an interesting episode actually of just like they're like arguing the whole time, but mm-hmm. then like when it comes down to like doing a thing, they just like. Like they do, exactly. like they do the team up thing, and like the boys are just like, "What? What just happened?" <laughs> they just like that was like a well oiled machine, but it's just like, <laughs> but then he just kind of like scrubs it off because he doesn't want to be adventurous. And then anymore. they get back into the arguing, right? Exactly. And they say, see, see, we, we we wrote an episode. Go go there. Go, you go. go check us out, Disney. Uh, go go check out our work. Send us a check. Uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> so I think that's it on this episode of. Uh, of DuckTales. No, it's not. Because <gasps> I have a fun little thing that we're going to do. Uh, it's called Voice Do-Over. I haven't done one of these in a while. Typically, we take uh, a voice of a cartoon character mm-hmm. and uh, something coming out. Uh, and if, we're going to, if you're going to recast that character in some light, mm-hmm. uh, who would you get to recast if for some reason the original character couldn't happen, such as Scrooge McDuck? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Scrooge McDuck recast as David Tennant from Alan Young. So who would you get? We know he's coming. But we don't know who's playing him. Yes. Uh, Darkwing Duck. So Darkwing Duck, because uh, Jim Cummings uh, might be replaced on this, mm. um, simply because I, they, they replaced everybody else. Well, yeah. Uh, I think they're just going for a different vibe for everybody. Yeah, so that's good. It's probably an okay thing. Like, I love Jim Cummings. I think Jim Cummings will always be Darkwing, you know, to me. But if you're going to have a different vibe of something or a different take on something, mm. who would you get to play uh, Darkwing Duck? Who, who, would, who would you get? Whether it be celebrity, voice actor, who would you, uh, would, who would you like to see play I think Darkwing Duck? Kevin Conroy. <laughs> The voice of Batman. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing, honestly. That would be a perfect. If Just give the, him a lisp 
Yeah, and, right. <laughs> that would be great. And there you go. <laughs> if if they got Kevin Conroy to play Darkwing Duck, I would be stoked about that. <laughs> like, I honestly don't think that I just, yeah, like, that'd be it, you know. <laughs> if they got Darkwing Duck or Bruce Greenwood, who plays oh, yeah. him in Young Justice, uh, mm-hmm. who's very close to that. Oh, he's, uh, he's spot on. If they got Kevin Conroy to play Darkwing Duck, I think that would be the best thing ever. <laughs> like, um, I also, th- well, I thought about it, but obviously he can't do it because he, passed on now he was also a little bit old to do it but if you got adam west to do it yeah i think that'd be kind of funny that'd be pretty perfect (laughs) that'd be pretty funny if you got adam west to do it um but my guy the person i would get would be um because i always sort of saw darkwing duck as sort of that uh that adam west style batman so you know that's sort of it's batman but it's a comedy so it's that sort of style so i'm going to cast the guy who i would cast as if you were going to do a 66 Batman, a 66 style Batman yeah. today, I would get John Hamm to play that. <laughs> so I'm going to say of Mad Men, John Hamm should play. Uh, should that would play, be pretty good. <laughs> should play Darkwing Duck. <laughs> manly man, John Hamm with his manly jaw. Uh, you've seen Baby Driver, by the way? Yes. Yeah, he's great uh, in that. He looks almost exactly like Jeffrey Dean Morgan in that movie, he really doesn't he? does. Like, I thought, like, yeah. when I first saw it, I was like, oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan? I was like, oh, no, that's John Hamm. Yeah, that's like, John it's Hamm. Like, yeah. it's like, I didn't know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in the movie. Oh, wait, that's John Hamm. Okay, cool. He would, he he, would be perfect. John Hamm, right. As, <laughs> he'd be great as Batman. I always said, like, if he was going to be Batman 60s, if you were going to cast Batman 60s, yeah. Nowadays, John Hamm would be perfect because he has that cartoonishly manly jaw. He does, and, just, <laughs> and he'd, he'd make a really good Batman, honestly. But it's just like I, he just has that feel of like old school, like ha you know, like so. <laughs> do that. I love both of our choices. I think are out perfect. So anybody Come on, else, Disney, it's all up to you. It's all up to you to just like listen to this podcast, understand that we know what we're talking about. Get Kevin <laughs> Conroy or John Hamm uh, to play those characters. So there we go. Yes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I think it'll be interesting when we finally see who that is. But, uh, you know, I think we did a pretty good job of doing it for them. So if they don't pick those characters, if they don't pick either of those two, it's their fault and their loss. <laughs> so that's how I feel about it. But this has been the Animation Destination Podcast, guys. Jay, thank you so much for being on. It Always a, a pleasure. It was a pleasure having you on. I did that out of order. So, Jay, it's been a pleasure having you on. This has been the Animation Destination <laughs> Podcast. Uh, you can check us out at animationdestination.com where I do my written reviews. Check us out at destinationcomics.com along with all of our uh, other podcasts and stuff. Destinationcomics.com slash DNN. Uh, the, up, the update to the site is coming because uh, the anniversary to the destination is coming and I wanted to get their website squared away for that so uh, the destinationcomics.com slash DNN is the site to go for all the DNN needs for this show for Bagged and Bearded for uh, Necessary Neurosis for Kill Screen Cinema all those cool shows go check them out go check us out go subscribe rate us on iTunes do all that stuff it helps it really does if you go and rate and subscribe and uh, all that stuff they, they really love that. write a review I know it's hard because Ugh, like iTunes accounts are like really like annoying to log into. Trust me, I know. But if you like this podcast, please go in, rate it, uh, give it a review because it really does help us get seen. Like when talking about animation and stuff, mm-hmm. this thing's been growing really well. I've been loving it so far, and uh, I got some more interviews lined up with some other like animation guys. So hopefully, yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be a really good time. So uh, I, I like how it's growing. So thank you guys so much for being on. This is sort of an impromptu episode. And Jay, thank you again for being Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a project coming up that I'll probably be plugging later on, but I want to plug it just yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, but we're both doing a thing, and it's 
should be a good time. And uh, but we'll, we'll, I'll get back to you on that. Just a little teaser, a little taste of uh, something we're doing. So enjoy that. Uh, it's not it's not anything like adult, so don't worry. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, guys, this has been the Animation Nation Podcast. You can check us out next week. Uh, which is going to be My Hero Academia Season right. 2. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.